anyway, welcome to uh, Dyson Pixels Season 2, Episode 10. You'll hear Puck chuckling away in the background there. Hello. After failing our sound test. Because I have a coffee. <laughs> and counting to four. It's not my fault you count like a drummer. It's not my fault you can't count to four. <laughs> 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 Roll the intro. Um, yeah, okay, everyone, listeners, uh, welcome, welcome to season, uh, welcome to season two, episode ten. I'm quite tired, as I sound quite tired. Uh, thank you to everyone that came along to the indie event. It was fantastic. I know, such a good turnout. Oh man, there was so much stuff there. Like there were so many games that most people didn't get a chance to play the wall. Well, I didn't. I was going around taking like uh, pictures and organizing people and answering questions and stuff. So the the game that I sat down to play right at the beginning, which was uh, Brendan Evans' game. Um, oh yeah, yeah. I didn't get to play <laughs> the whole. No, actually, no. I didn't get to play either. any games. I didn't get to play any. I just realized. Yeah, no, that I-, I got to watch a lot of them, and they were amazing, but I didn't get to play any of them. Yeah, so I um I uh, I brought along a couple of games which um I'd never actually got to play, like Sitting Ducks, and then I remembered as we opened the packet why we'd never played it because there was no instruction manual, um and I got to play the the mobile game Dodgem from Chris Rainey who was there, um got to play um uh Survive the card game, uh which was from uh, DB Studio DB, wait hang on DB DB Games, um and DB I games. yeah DB, DB, oh, DB, man DB 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 Sorry, just ran out of time. Just ran out of time. You, you know, one one good thing, like, because we had we made this last minute decision because I had my laptop there to set up Move or Die. That was just the best thing ever. That I don't. I think people were playing that the entire night. Wow. Um, I think next time we'll have. Uh, I'm going to bring my Wii along. We'll have Mario Kart set up. Um, but um, yeah, we had um, we probably had about sixty odd people. I think. We really I did, mean, and I'd like to apologise formally to my niece for not recognising you because your hair's a bit different than when I last saw you. Well, so I had to be introduced to my own niece by Puck because I'm a I'm a sad person with bad vision. I am so sorry. Well, the, the that funny, was a hectic, maniacal night, though. I but but the funny thing is, the funny thing is, she walked in, walked straight up to me, and goes, "Um, so apparently my uncle is hosting this event," and I went, "I am. Who are you?" <laughs> <laughs> I'm like I'm, I'm your uncle I'm like hang on Is a minute that, like long, that long lost half brother like, like the Well that's Simpson what I was wondering Half brother that you didn't know about No I was wondering had, Has my dad done the dodgy Or my brother done the dodgy Like <laughs> mm, Okay Almost There's has, a whole tree of dodgy That could have Could yeah. have occurred there or, But or, no it was great my, um, There was, uh, what was, it, four, was it Was there four or five tabletop games uh, new ones, custom ones. The people that came along, uh, four uh, was sitting there all night playing. It was fantastic. Yeah, we we had four four uh, four tabletop games, um, a digital game. Uh, we had an animator, uh, three three artists, I think. Um, yep, yeah, three artists. Um, another podcast was there, um, and of course we had MCA Studios, which are oh my god, just some of the best comics ever. Oh, um, I yeah, I I the, I kind of uh, walked straight up to them first. Went oh, I'll get that. Oh, no, I'll also get that. And then I had no money left. Yeah, so, that's... <laughs> sorry. That was pretty much it. Yeah. Mm. Uh, and, um, and partway through the night, we found out that um, the guys next door had gotten stock of those little miniatures. Did you see those? Oh, um, yeah. When you, oh. you were going around, like, opening your jacket, going, check out the miniatures I have in my jacket. Everyone buy these. Yeah. And everyone was running next door to buy them. Yeah, they, so, they pretty much sold out. Uh, so... Um, yeah, because they they were awesome. They were they they they're not specifically D and D miniatures, but they're basically D and D miniatures. Um, and there's yeah, because anyone anyone doesn't know what we're talking two- about. Um, at Ace Ace Comics currently got these little things that are like they're D and D sort of miniatures, but it's seven bucks for two miniatures, which have got to be the cheapest miniatures I've ever seen, and yeah. they're really detailed. And uh, apparently, one of our one of our DMs last week got paid, so he just walked straight into Ace and went, "I want all of your miniatures," and just bought them all. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so we just want to uh, just very quickly do a big shout out to specifically the people who were there so we had Nugcast which are another podcast check them out they're a good 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 gaming themed podcast Um, we had MCA Studios which are indie comics Um, we had Sean Craig who was long who's uh, he's the artist of uh, Zenyaku Um, so there were there were people who were getting him to sign 
their comics of Zanyaku. It was pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, then we had Georgia Dwyer, Gabby Hanrahan uh, uh, were another couple of artists along as well. Um, they were great. They were up the back. Um, and their art, um, uh, Gabby's art in particular is very different. Very different. So, um, um, I know if you're looking for artists for a tabletop game, um, Georgia and, and Gabby are both brilliant for that kind of thing. Um, yeah, I was looking at that actually for a while when it was like when I had a chance to actually look at tables rather than uh, moving things around and organizing stuff. Um, yeah, yeah some, everything there was phenomenal. I was yeah. I was really um, really pleased with that night. If anyone, anyone's seen our um, Dust and Pixels page, you'll just see like the rows and rows of people just playing games and looking yeah. at stuff. And um, then we had um, uh, Chris Rainey was there with Dodgem, which was a mobile game he's developed for Android. Um, great concept, really good concept. If he released that as is, um, I think people would buy it and enjoy it. Um, it's uh, it was it was quite an early early stage sort of game, but he's already making adjustments to it to make it better. Yeah, I didn't get a chance to play that. It was really annoying. It was, pre- it was, it was pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Um, then we had uh, Christopher Trunks who was there with his game Fatality, which um, I it was it's basically Street Fighter as a card and tabletop game. Um, yeah, I, I was watching that. Yeah, I was I, watching some people really get into that at one stage. Yeah, I, <laughs> I I was watching it, but he he was saying that now, based on that, based on that feedback, he's happy to now proceed formally, and was actually getting a couple of the artists there on the night to quote up artwork for it, which was yeah. Cool. So this is the other good thing. Anyone that comes along as a presenter, you have this. Um, it turns into this bizarre pseudo networking event at the end where everyone goes, "I need art for this. Can you do art? Yeah, yeah. I need video. Can you do video? And just this whole yeah. thing, and it's great. Exactly. That's what we want. That's what we want. Exactly. Um, I, I, um to to very quickly. Oh, actually, have you finished covering? You haven't covered everyone. Who else no, no, that? I haven't. I haven't. So, yeah. um, then we had Brendan, of course. Um, what what remind me of Brendan's last name? I know. I know Evans. Too many. Evans. It is Evans. Cool. I know too many. It is Evans. What did you think it was? I thought it was Evans, and I didn't want to spruik somebody who wasn't Brendan. I'm, <laughs> I'm trying to. I um, I lost. I had a piece of paper where I'd written down the name of his game, and I lost a piece of paper, and I'm just waiting. Brendan. Brendan messaged me back. Message yeah, me, and telepathic. I. Could- Please message me back so I can announce your name in the yeah. show. Otherwise, and, we'll put it in the Facebook. Comments. And I and I couldn't get anywhere near. I couldn't get anywhere near Brenda's table. It was full the entire night. No, it was full game. all night. It was um, great. Uh, then we've got um, and then we had uh, Duncan Beale. Now Duncan Beale is um, uh, he's DB Games. Um, presumably, it's what the DB stands for. Um, holy crap! Keep an eye on this guy. Seriously, um, we uh, Alan Chang was supposed to be there from Rule and Make. Um, we got to get those guys together um, because uh, Duncan had two games there. One was Survive the Card Game, which we're doing a review of um, oh, yes, yes, in yes. this show. And we've, we've bought the, a copy. The, the one we, that you picked, up, you picked up my copy of. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. So, we, so you've, we, got, we've, you've still got it. I've got, I'm looking, <laughs> I haven't played it yet. I'm looking at it right now and I haven't Don't given it to you. Don't you dare unwrap it. Oh, we unwrap it. We, can I unwrap it? Have you already, have, hang on. Have you, already, have you already given me the cash for it? Yeah. Don't unwrap it. So I can unwrap it without No, you can't unwrap it because <laughs> because it's because it's a weekend and I can still cancel that transfer. All right. Fine. Don't you I'll dare just look at it. Anyway. That. Anyway, so if he you, had that. If you ruin you know how when you unwrap it, there's that, that that smell, that fresh smell yeah. of a new tabletop game. If you ruin that for me, I will destroy you. I Okay, hang on. I'll, t- I'll tell you the story in a second. Um, okay, and he also had another game, which um, it was just it was a um, uh, it was still in development. It was a it was a beta game that he had called Senkaku. Or Sunkaku. Um, oh, is that the one with the triangles? Oh my god, that was a mindfuck. Um, I was watching. That looked it. really cool. Yeah. So, so the idea of the game is that you have to create uh, triangles in your color, but you and it's basically um, what he was explaining it, and it suddenly made a lot of sense because I was watching someone play, and I'm like, I have no idea what's going on. I can't work it out. What is this? There's circles, squares, and triangles, which are effectively um, rock, paper, scissors, right? So yeah, if okay. you if you put a symbol down that's next to each other, um, it has to be able to beat it. So if there's a um, say a square that's already down, I think square was paper. You have to put down a triangle against that square, right? And as soon as you okay. make a tri- like a um, like a, a, a larger triangle using the six or six pieces or whatever it is, um, then you can turn over the center one and it becomes solid, which means you can't. It can't be changed, but you can build on top of anyone that's around. It's bizarre. It, it, it actually kind of made me think a little bit of um, uh, what's the name? What's the name of the um the game that they they play in uh Star Trek Voyager, like Tuvok? 
Has it? It's that like three D chess thing. I think I think it's called three D chess. No, it it has another name. Um, it actually almost sounds like Sun Kaku, but pretty- it, it it made me think a little bit like that. Anyway, so yeah, just, so I so, don't think it's called no no no. Unless you're thinking of a different game. Um, it's, no. it is called it is called three dimensional chess or tri dimensional chess. Uh no, I'm thinking of a different game. I'm thinking of that one with the um with the sticks, and it's like a big ball of sticks. Oh, that's the Vulcan one. That's like yeah. the Vulcan thing. And that sticks. This is not triangles. Why is this? You're right. Sorry, I don't know. It's not even a similar game. What are you talking anyway, about? Anyway, put it this way. It's a very, uh, it's a very like heady game. So it's not a, it's not a simple game. Um, but yeah, it looked cool. Yeah, it was very cool. Um, I, I, I wanted to buy a copy, but it didn't have any for sale because it's still in development. I will buy that. That's right. Keep an eye on it. We're going to link to that one. Yes. Yeah. Actually, all, all of these games, we will, we will keep an eye on and actually link and everyone we'll, to when there's either yeah. a prototype or a development copy you can pick up. Now, finally, we published. Finally, we had the guys from Subregal, um, who were animators, which was Kynan and Curtis. And holy shit. Their like showreel that they had up is some of the- oh, it's amazing. Oh my god, that um that that sword from D and D that they'd done, that was as good as any video that you'll see in a AAA game. Oh, I know. Like any anything. No, at all. Really- I thought I thought it was. I thought it was for a second. I'm like, <clears> no. Nah, like- I was looking at all that stuff because as as you know, I used to do 3D animation, and I felt very very humbled by the quality of that because. It- Blew me away. It was so professional, uh, and some of the other stuff, the two D animation they done. The uh, the what was it? He told me the name of it. It's it's like paper paper pop out animation. That was cool. In mm. fact, um, that's one of the things that we're going to get some <clears throat> assistance with ourselves from yeah. them. So no, it was a great. It was a great night. It was, and the next one will be coming up at some point. Yep. We'll announce. We already we already have uh, we already have eight exhibitors locked in for the next one. So, oh my God, we need more tables. Yeah, we we we, we need more space. We are going to need more space at some point. Um, we could we could pretty comfortably fit 12, 12 exhibitors in. That's it. That's our. That's- if anyone out there who's listening runs a mid-sized venue that you would care to donate, let us know. Yeah, um, I think we're we, we're going to have to be relatively, I think, strict. With the exhibitors now, because we we have had a couple of ex- exhibitors that I have- know, but yeah. but I also don't want to. I want to. I want to like. I want to open this baby up and let all of the indie creators come out. Yeah. Um. But yeah, until we um until we get to a size where we know we can comfortably support and things, if we get a larger venue, we've got to somehow fund it some way. Which means we either have to charge you know gold coin donation for admission, or we have to charge for booths, which I'd rather avoid if possible. Me which too. means yeah, if someone wants to donate a venue, please do let us know. Hit us up in the comments, dear sir. Oh, well, on the show today, on the show today, what are you going to be reviewing today? Well, I'm, well, I I did play Survive, so I'm I'm going to review that. Um, and Excellent. to be honest, I've had a bit of a flat out week, so um, I haven't really had a chance to play anything. I don't think I'm just having. Oh, a- you're going to review that. You're going to review that other game you played there, though. Yeah. Sitting ducks. Oh, you're sitting ducks. I'll tell you. Yeah. Re- so we're nearly all tabletop this week. Um, oh, and that's right. There was a game that. I kept meaning to play. I haven't. I bought it, which was Beholder, and I really want to play it. I just haven't had a chance. It has been a crazy week, so mm. I can understand that. I haven't had that much time to play games this week because I had the, uh, I don't know if you gave it to me or who gave it to me, uh, the, the flu that's been developing over the last four shows or something. Mm. So if you're following the plot arc of the show, Cubal is getting progressively sicker and will eventually wind up in a bubble. Good, good. Um. But I think I'm over that now. Um, I will be reviewing the video game that uh, my good friend David bought me for my birthday, Space Rogue, which any of you who've played FTL, and I know you haven't and you need to because it's great, so go and play it right now. It's uh, it's basically an upgraded version of that. I think I have given it a quick shout out on a previous show, but I've never really dived into it and nice. played it. So without without further ado, let's dive into the news, shall we? Yes. Um, the news. I'm not going to do music. I'm not going to do music this week. It's just too Why much. Not? Too much to drag that audio clip onto the freaking timeline. Nah, come I'm on. Tired. Come on. Would you like me to do it? How about I just do that throughout your entire yeah, okay. newsreel? Okay. If that's easier. No, I won't. If that's, if that's, no, that's less effort really, somehow for you. Really not easier. <laughs> right. I'll, we'll, there we go. There's the music. Are you happy now? <laughs> the music. Okay, go. Yeah. You can go first because um, I've got not really that much news yet. Um, okay. A little bit of news. Um, uh, have you played... You haven't played Overwatch yet, have you? 
No, I really want to though. Yeah, so that that's up to thirty million players. Yeah, it's doing well. It's Blizzard doing really know how well. to uh, Blizzard know how to herd sheep. No, they right. don't. No. I mean, bring in players. They don't always. Oh. They don't always. There's um, uh, Heroes of the Storm has still not really taken off in terms of uh, popularity. And I actually know one of the developers on it. Really? Yeah. And I, I actually... Are you going to follow that up with some research? Because I'm not really sure that's... Um, you know what? I will. Um, entirely accurate. I don't think that many people play I actually, I actually do kind of like it. Um... No, they're all old. No, I see. No one really talks about it. That's the thing. It's a relatively it's a secret. It's a secret shame. So anyway, what were we saying about Blizzard? Oh. Overwatch. What happened with Overwatch? Oh, it's up to like thirty million players, which is Jesus, which is pretty awesome. Um, Keep on playing. No, I hear it's really good. Yeah. Um. Uh. In my news, uh, brace yourselves. Brace yourself, puck. Brace yourself. Brace. Um. Nintendo has released another 2DS. Stop it. Why? Stop it. Don't make me come over there, Nintendo. Stop releasing. What are they up to? The 2DS version 4867? Something like that, yeah. yeah and and But it's okay. This is exactly like the new 3DS, because there's a new 3DS as well, except without the 3D feature. Now, I'd just like to point out, the current Gen 3DS has a little switch on it that turns 3D off. So all they've done is taken exactly that and set it <laughs> like hard to the 2D setting and then just removed that button from the case. Yeah, right. I do believe it's the same price though. So, what? Huh. So, yeah, in the Nintendo, uh, two steps forward with the Switch, eight steps back with the DS. So stop doing that, <laughs> please. Back to you for the news. A uh, little bit of update on a previous news point. Uh, so I just checked the numbers of Heroes of the Storm players. Uh, so it looks, <laughs> it looks like uh, during the beta they had 11 mil- million people sign up. Um, uh, there's been a couple of estimates of around half a million active players. Uh, however, uh, Blizzard do not have any official numbers, and Blizzard are not known for keeping numbers private. So that it's means secret. we means they're probably not very good. Okay. Um, Prey comes out next week, I believe. The new reboot of Prey. I really loved the first Prey, Prey game. It's really good. They're um, starting it off fresh. If you remember, I don't know if you remember this, uh, Puck, there was this Prey 2 was coming out for ages and then got canned. Yeah. In the great canning wars of like 2010 and 2011, when like, you know, there's like 12 AAA games, like that Star, Star Wars game, the new one that looked really cool and it got canned at the same time. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, in the great canning wars, uh, Pro 2 got canned and then they did a reboot instead, which looks pretty dark and interesting and very different from the first, but that's out, I believe it is, this week or next week, depending on when you're listening to this uh, this show. Cool, cool. Yes. Um, so, um, have, you, have you been a big fan of the Tekken series? Um, yeah, I taught my daughter to play it at a very young age and now she uh, beats me. Yeah, cool. So, yes. Tekken 7... Uh, will not have Roger the Boxing Kangaroo in it. Uh, which it was originally supposed to be, but it has been cut. Because, um, did you ever see that viral video of the, the guy who punched the kangaroo in the face? Um, uh, yes. I thought that was artificially done, though. He didn't really do it, did he? No, he did. He did. There was, uh, it was the one who, that was attacking his dog, and he ran into it and, like, punched it in the face and whatever and then um, yeah, that's not a good idea yes but, so anyway yeah. so then so then uh, a whole bunch of animal activists targeted Tekken and Tekken was like this has this was nothing to do with us like we we don't to do with us and they're like is, yeah, this, yeah this was this was Peter wasn't it no it, no it actually wasn't no it wasn't oh, okay. it wasn't and it specifically wasn't because I read an interview with uh, like the, 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 the publisher and they were like no 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 it actually it wasn't Peter it was a number of other activists who said we were encouraging the punching of kangaroos. So they've cut him. And I'm like, what the oh, fuck? Oh, so this is the same argument that GTA encourages people to steal cars. So it's just a garbage argument that makes no sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When actually, <laughs> actually, I'd like, to, I'd like to call on the, uh, the psychological side of things here, which in fact, I think you'd find if you did research into it, Tekken would 
discourage people from punching kangaroos because what it would do is all of those people out there, you know, the hundreds of millions of people with the burning urge to punch a kangaroo would have an outlet so they don't have to go and punch real kangaroos. Yeah. Um, well, but, I mean, you know, what, I do, what do I know? I'm just a sane, rational member of the human race. Well, <laughs> you cray cray. <laughs> oh, it is. Well, it's, I mean, look at, look at that, like Deadpool. I mean, I went and saw Deadpool and I immediately went out, burned myself and killed a whole bunch of bad guys. became an assassin. <laughs> became an assassin. So, that's just what I mean. Um, it's, it's basically that. I went, I saw Black Book several times and I became an unhappy asshole and just... Well, that's a bad example. That's a bad example. That's <laughs> a bad example. Forget that one. Um, <laughs> uh, okay. Um, my news is a whole bunch of uh, whole a uh, whole ton of additional Injustice Two trailers and stuff beginning to hit the net. That looks really good. I think you mentioned that last week. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, let me see. So, uh, Super Mario. Let's do one more each. One more each. No, I, I, no, I want to do two. Um. Okay, you do two and then I'll do one. Okay, off. so Super Mario Run. This is the, the mobile version of Super Mario, right? Um, it's just about to hit 150 million downloads. That game was a trap. I know. So this I is, hate that. That no, was a trap. Okay, but this is making me wonder, did they change it? Did they change the model? Because uh, it wasn't that good. Not for 150 million fucking downloads. Like, it was okay. It was an average it game. It was okay. It was, it was a, still a trap. It was an average game. the first level and then it said, 10 bucks now, please. So, my question now is, uh, is this, what, what, have they changed something or are people just getting dumber? So, I'm going to, oh. I'm going to, I'm going to re-download it because I think they might have, I think they might have released more levels. So, I would like to, I'd just like to, to, to hold the show for a moment and point something out to you, <laughs> to all of our listeners. Um, what you've just said is this. Uh, apart from the fact you said, are people getting dumber or, or have they made it better? I'm going to go with the second one and here's why. Uh, you just said, oh, oh, it's reached this many downloads. So, it must have changed something. So, I'm going to go and download it and add one more to their download count. Oh, yeah, damn it. Oh, wow. hey, hey, here, here we go. Here we go. I just found a stat. Apparently, 5% of all players pay the $10. Um, and so everybody else plays the first level and never touches it again. And Nintendo have said uh, that the game has not made as much money as it had hoped. Yes, because ten dollars is too fucking expensive for a mobile game. It for is. a mobile game, it that okay. it's, it's above your price expectation. Like for for and the funny thing is, if the exact same game is on a console, that'd be perfectly reasonable. But for a mobile game, yeah, no, nah, you've no, gone outside the rules. You t- broke the rules. Don't do t- it. Ten dollars, ten dollars puts you in not even the premium. Price bracket be much more than premium because you've got things like um, Adobe Photoshop is like it's around the same no, it's price. Free. No, 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 Photoshop free. No, 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 no. Proper, 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 proper one. Proper, proper. Oh yeah, yeah. there's a proper um, one. Or you've got um, uh, I've forgotten the name of it again. I literally <laughs> asked, I literally asked you the name of this this game yesterday. The one with the the the, the, the like the shadow kid running from spiders and stuff. Um, Fallout. Yeah, it's Fallout. Tekken. <laughs> What's the name of the damn game? Mortal Kombat. Oh my god! It's Limbo. I'm just Limbo. messing with you. Yeah. So. yeah. Okay. So um, so Limbo, yeah. Limbo, I think is seven dollars, right? And even the um the like the the uh, the Borderlands episode episodic stuff and um what was the other episodic one? Yeah, they're about five bucks an episode, I think. Borderlands. They're, uh yeah, like they're like five dollars an episode. So what? Uh, are you seriously saying that Super Mario Run is not just better than those games in some ca- in some cases twice as good because that's really where mobile comes down to like how much it's Nintendo worth. has proven one thing without a doubt in history they can do whatever they want and you shut up because they're gonna do whatever they want no matter what you say but here's the dumb thing um, here's the dumb and every thing. now and then they'll land on something brilliant like the switch if they the if they had gone freemium people they would have a lot more than five percent of their players spending money on that fucking game they would because, they would, but they because I historically I, been known for their fantastic financial decisions anyway. So, but I reckon five percent. Okay, five percent of those players are paying the money. All right, I reckon so. Ninety five percent are not paying the money. That's what that implies, right? I reckon yeah. probably half of those people haven't paid the money because they've gone no fuck you, and then uninstalled it. Now, if it was freemium, yeah. people would continue playing because it was it was actually a fun game. Oh, not only that, I actually have have another thing. If if when you went to get it on the market, 
it said $10. When you saw it on the App Store and it said, Super mm. Mario 1, 10 bucks. I actually might have considered buying it. What put me off it was it says free. Yeah. You go on, it says free. And then it doesn't tell you anywhere until you get to the end of the first level that goes, oh, now you need to buy it. I'm like, no, that's a trap. Yeah. That's a dick move. Yeah. And Don't it, be a dick. And, and the article I saw was Super Mario <laughs> Run is free, but you need to pay $10 to unlock all the courses. No, it's not free. <laughs> that's the definition of not free. It's free, but you have it to is. pay for it. Then it's not free. No, it is, but you have to pay for it. So not free. I think I think you've wrapped up the news. I have nothing. It can be that. Oh, I don't have anything. Sorry, else. I do have I do have one other small thing. It oh, was just do you one final. It was actually some uh, some financial <laughs> some financial earnings news about uh, Xbox. So Microsoft have just announced their most recent fiscal quarter, uh, and um, I just thought it was interesting that um, uh, overall they um, uh, they've actually gone up by four percent since last year. Um, and 4% is not a small amount. <laughs> no, not when you're talking global sales. That's pretty good. Yeah. So, um, like, o- overall, okay, so so, so Xbox, uh, Xbox specifically saw its revenue go down by 7% because of the shitty phone sales, but the Xbox itself has gone up by 4%. So, it's now, the Xbox is now worth to them just, uh, it's just over $1.9 billion, right? <laughs> Which is... Pretty nice. Um, and what Microsoft what think is... The, okay, Weird. Okay, so what they think it is, is because Xbox Live has grown. Uh, because the number of ma- monthly active users um, across Xbox, PC, and the mobile has gone up by 13%, which is actually oh, huge. Oh, so this is because they're including PC gaming in their... Um in their numbers. Well, because they've linked them up now properly. So Xbox... Yeah, so that's what it is. Because I was thinking, no one's buying an Xbox. Oh, uh, they are. Not really. They are. Like, AAA games on Xbox are still pretty good. I Like, I mean, look, I no, know- No, 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 no. No, AAA games on Xbox slash PC are pretty good because they always come out on both platforms now. They don't have an exclusive. There's no inherent reason to buy one if you already own a PC. Yeah. That's the problem. Now, here's- um, now here's, So, yeah, all right. Yeah, okay. Now, here's the interesting number to make. Um, I think, I think Microsoft is not actually doing that well. Right, because I mean, look, okay, well, like we both have quite businessy kind of backgrounds, so um, some people see these numbers and go, "Oh, that looks good," because they they had a total gross revenue of twenty twenty two point one billion dollars um, uh, for the quarter, right? However, the net income from that was four point eight billion. Now, what have Microsoft hmm. spent their money on? Because that, when you got to read between the lines, that's what seventeen odd billion dollars. Has been spent on expenses. Yeah, that's no, in, that's all right. In the quarter. In the quarter, yeah. I have some serious. Questions. I don't. Do, I don't. I don't do their budget, so it's yeah. there's still a, there's a there's a pretty good net margin there. I because as a company, remember, as a company, as a company, your goal is anyone that runs a small business is going to know this, especially for tax reasons. As a company, your goal is to not make any net profit because if you do, you pay tax on it. So you use that on things that will make you more money the year after, which you then use on more things to make you more money. There. And so on, it scales. You need to allocate those funds. If they had a net profit unallocated at the end of the time of that, that means they've given half of it away to the American government or a quarter or whatever the hell the tax rate is over there. But, but, so, but, there is but a- I also don't, I don't manage their books, so I don't know. Maybe that's a good number. Well, it I, seems uh, like a lot of money. Nah, it's not that it seems like a lot of money. It seems that there's a big gap there. Um, when, when you consider what Microsoft's primary uh, revenue is, and and what Microsoft's primary, I guess, expenses would be? What um, is their primary revenues? Garbage operating systems and terrible hardware, isn't it? That's hosting. It's all hosting, man. Oh yeah, that's true. Azure, yeah, yeah, because they don't make. Oh the- yeah, three six five actually. And I, I, I'd say that's pretty much confirmed here because oh well, no, be more more Azure than anything. Um, but um, it's productivity and business processes group. Uh, their revenue went up by twenty two percent. Intelligent cloud yeah, went up by yeah. eleven. So that those are those are big numbers. But the interesting thing. Is that's is that's most of that would be around um, hosting because they uh, let's be honest like, you know we're getting off track here away from gaming but that's right I'm saying yeah. ra- wrap that up I'm 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 feeling very skeezy so let's let's go through these reviews and we'll um we'll nail the show well let's talk about before s- I go silent and die let's talk about survive first then yes guess so survive is from DB Games um and uh it's it's a card game. And it's a 
it's a very simply made card game. Okay, so there's, mm. there's been a lot of lot of work that's that's obviously been put into this from a strategic point of view. Um, but the cards themselves, there's only five types of cards in the entire deck. All right. So the idea okay. of it is, and it's set up is that this is your, it's kind of like um, you're in a nuclear winter or something's happened where you're, or a zombie apocalypse or something. It doesn't really matter at world the end ended, of the day. World ended. Apocalypse. World's ended. And the people who are sitting around this, the table with you are the last people to survive okay so you get five types of cards you get uh a shelter card water food beasts and weapons okay now the idea here is that at the end of each turn you have to sacrifice one shelter card one water card one food card okay okay um uh, it doesn't matter if it comes out of your hand or in front of you if it's in front of you it's a stockpile and the stockpile can be stolen by somebody who has a weapon um, you can okay. defend against that with a weapon of your own. Um, if you draw a beast card, you have to play it immediately. And you ha- the only way to get rid of a beast is to kill it with a weapon or to ask somebody else at the table for no, their weapon. Yeah. Okay. Um, then uh, you have three lives. So at the end of each turn, if, uh, if you don't have any food, shelter, or, or water, then for each one of those things that you're missing, you lose a life. So if you don't have okay. any, if you don't have anything, you're immediately dead. Right? So Ooh, okay. I'm beginning to see the strategy that would be required to Yes. So the I'm basically require in in, in uh, being very good at bluffing and convincing, I think. And negotiation. Because the idea is that you might get, okay, I have water and shelter, but I don't have food. Somebody else has, say, you know, two food in their stockpile. It's like, hey, can I swap you a food for shelter? You know, um, right here or promises. So this is why I bought it because I was watching it and I, th- I thought it was something like this, but it just looked fun. Yeah, that's why I got it. Now, as a game, I think it's fucking great. It's very well put together. The strategy behind it is great. Um, you could have, um, I would say, the more people who play this, the better. Um, uh, it's got th- it, it's designed for three to seven players. You definitely cannot play this game with less than three people. Definitely can't. Okay, cool. It's not. It's just not an option. Um, you have to have a group. I would say even more than seven would be better. If you had 10 people, that would be just phenomenal. Um, we, should orgi- we're gonna, we should organize it. Oh, God. We should organize. organize it. We should organize it. Now, the reason for that is what even happened. Like, we were playing with five. Yeah, I played this with five people, including myself. Um, and what tended to happen is we had these, like, almost factions start to, uh, to form. And the groups, and they will be basically pooling resources. If you had 10 people playing this. Wow. Yeah, you see where it comes from. Now, in, yeah. in saying that, the, the winner is the person who survives. You can use your weapon to steal somebody else's entire stockpile. You can use your weapon to steal some of someone's stockpile. It's up to you. Or you can use it to take a life. All right. So, <laughs> so, I would say, play this game uh, warily. Um, in the same, it would be the same type of warning that I would give to someone who's going to play cards against humanity. Be very careful who you play it with. Um, if you have sensitive friends uh, and people who are prone to tantrums, don't play it with them. Because I don't think I have any of those. Yeah, I do. I have a couple. <coughs> Nap. <laughs> um, Nap's not sensitive. No, He's... no, but he is competitive. He is competitive, and he gets upset when he doesn't do well. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's true. So, and this is this is the kind of card game. This is the kind of game where um, you're probably not going to survive by yourself. So, no matter what you do, you are probably going to fuck yourself over, or someone else is going to fuck you, or um, the cards are just going to come out and it's going to destroy you. And there were cases where, like, someone would draw, you know, two or three beast cards at a time, um, and they were straight away, well, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, you know. So, and you go out really, really quickly. So, um, I think this has the potential to annoy the people you're playing with in a really big way. So, just be aware of that. Um, in the same way that, like, when you play Cards Against Humanity, I mean, you don't play Cards Against you Humanity. You don't annoy people, but you can offend people, which is great. Correct. And But, you know, it's a choose your audience. So, um, I reckon we should get together and we should play this. I think we should too. Oh, same. With- yeah. <laughs> but it's a great game. 
huge amount of fun. Um, everyone, keep your eyes on that. We'll um, uh, we'll see if we can find some links and stuff. Yeah. To his uh, Facebook group page, something like that. Yeah. We're going to link to everyone uh, that was there at the night. So, have a look through our comments and you'll find links to all of the respective pages of all of the creators that were actually there mm. at the uh, indie game thing. So, if you came along and saw something that you really liked but don't know where to follow them up, this is where yeah. you do it. Um, it's rel- relatively cheap as well. So, it's $25. Um, oh, it's $25 brilliant. for Easy. the deck. Um, and... Yeah, I mean, look, if um, if you bought multiple decks, you could have got any number of people in it. I mean, a, a standard deck comes with 100 cards. So, Oh, wow. Yeah. It's brilliant. Yeah. So, and if you just keep, if you keep reshuffling in the discard pile, you could easily have- Yeah, you can have, play it forever. Yeah, because the idea is you have five cards at any point in your hand, and that's what you're drawing. So, if you've got 10, 10 people, you, you're straight up using 50 of those cards, um, and then you've got 50 then to play with. Let's say twenty-five of them are down on the table in stockpiles. So yeah, you get okay. points. No, you, you, you get a pretty good. You get a good, good game. Out of it. You had two decks to be huge. Correct. Yeah. Well, awesome. Uh, what What was this um other thing that I saw you playing that I got a video of you? I didn't. I couldn't post it on our Facebook page because it wouldn't let me upload video from mobile for some stupid reason. Oh, oh, oh just, um, just, just, which really... is good because it was an offensive video while you were playing the game. Hang on, just, just really quickly. I'm going to give this game uh survive. By the way, I'm going to be giving it four out of five nap hugs. Awesome. That's a good score too. Uh, yeah. So, what was this other game? Oh, the the thing you played um, at the table where you, I, I believe oh, yeah. you got it out of the box and it didn't have any instructions. Yeah. So, Sitting Ducks. So, Sitting Ducks is a really interesting game. And as soon as we worked out what the rules were, um, we took a couple of guesses um, on some of on a couple of the rules. We got we found a uh, an online document that seemed to okay. outline them, but there were some serious gaps. So, the idea is that you've got imagine uh, you're a hunter. Okay, and for some reason, doesn't explain this, you have to protect a particular color of duck. No, I've done that. Yeah, okay, I mean, it going. makes sense. Makes sense. <laughs> um, it's an ordinary Thursday for me, yeah. so keep going. So there's six colored, six colors of ducks in the deck. Um, it, well, there's a duck deck, and then there's a, an action deck, basically. So okay. the idea is that you have six spaces out on the table in front of you, and you deal out six ducks. Okay, and the li- they're all facing um, basically right to left. So they're, they're traveling uh, effectively up the river, let's say, from right to left. Um, and then you have the action deck. So on each person's turn, they draw an action, and the action might be that you can take aim at a particular space. Um, okay. Another, an- another, and you can take one action per turn. Another action might be that you can basically shoot. Um, another action might be that you shift the line, right? So maybe all ducks move to the left, right? So if you're trying to protect your particular duck, you might be able to say, um, sh- uh, if someone's taking aim at your color, you could shift the line up, right? So that now okay, they're, cool. they're no longer aiming at your color, but then someone could just shift the line back. Um, uh, or there's another card, which is like you shuffle all of the ducks back in and deal out another new six cards. And some it's it's a weirdly strategic game. Um, it's fun. It has some flaws in that... I would say not having instructions in the box is a primary flaw of this game. Yeah, look, we, I think we did actually work out the way it was supposed to be played. I don't think it's a very good game. It's um, <laughs> it's um, the, the I guess the 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 problems are that like it was very specific that you get three cards and then you could take one action, but mm. the thing is if you're if you have say even five people playing and there's six ducks like six color ducks so you, yeah you would assume that it's meant for six players right um if you have six players it could be five entire turns before it gets back around to you. Oh my god! You know, so, um, yeah, and the and the the person who wins is on the line of ducks that are currently out on the table. If there's only one color left on the table, that's the winning color. And if you're that color, then you win. Wow. Yeah. So, uh, I think I like the idea of it. I think the rules are shit. Um, <laughs> and I think that there needs to be, um. Maybe uh, I think maybe more of a development in it, more cards. So in the ducks, like it had, you have the different colored ducks and then you had just blank spaces. So you might just get a blank duck card, basically. 
Um, yeah, yeah. I think there needs to be more of a development, maybe even more uh, spaces to target, maybe like 10 spaces yeah. to target or something like that. Um, it, was, it felt too confined um, uh, and too difficult to really do anything. Um, and it, it, every action card almost felt like a pain in the ass. Cause like, oh, reshuffle, <laughs> oh, re- reshuffle the things. Oh, fuck. Okay, fine. Or, oh, remove all the targets. Okay, fine. Or, you know, shift everything to the left and like, oh, fucking hell. And then have to move every card, like one space. It just, <laughs> it felt like a pain. You know what I mean? Um, so yeah, I think there need to be some tweaks. I like the idea. Uh, the fact that we've got the, the game. I think we could actually come up with a different set of rules that would play the game better. See, that's a better idea. Yeah, I like a, that. Yeah. So, um, I what I'm actually going to do, um, I've got um, my regular D and D game is tonight. So, what what always happens is that, um, I have a group come around. And they stay overnight at our place. The next morning, we have yeah. ba- bacon and eggs and play tabletop games. So, tomorrow morning, we might actually play that. We'll come up with some different uh, some different rules. Yeah, that's pretty cool. But I would give it as it is. As it is out of the box, uh, one nap hug. But <laughs> I think it has the potential to be a three. Okay. If you rewrite the rules, though. Which if isn't really a... It's not, it's not really a rating on the game. That's like saying, well, I got the cards for this game and then I completely changed the rules. It's Correct. It's not really the game. It has the potential no. to be a, uh, a three nap hug game, but at the moment, I'd say one. It's not... Bleep- <laughs> it's, I-, I played it once and I was done. Yeah. I wouldn't check that out. You'd given that for free, weren't you? Uh, yeah, I can't remember where it came from. I think a friend of mine invited me to like a um, a new board game site or something somewhere, which I can't even find it. It was on my Facebook. It has just disappeared. Um, and I think, <laughs> and 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 you, it was like one of those things where um, you know, they put out the word to like a page, and then they randomly choose someone, and I got randomly chosen and got sent this weird ass game. And I this was years ago. This was like three years ago. Um. And I've never played it. And I pulled it out. And the fact that there's no instructions, that's probably why I haven't never played it. But um, yeah, yeah well, it's just never really come up as an opportunity. But yeah, it's, um, it's interesting. I, I like the artwork on it's nice. It's a nice presentation. It's just the mechanics of it as it is out of the box. It's not that great. Yeah. Oh, there's plenty of other stuff. That wasn't an indie Brisbane game anyway. That was, a, that was just a one that came from... Yeah. Somewhere. Um. What was I reviewing? What did I review? I reviewed something, didn't I? Did yeah. I? Did I review something? I think uh, it was. Space yeah. Rogue. Yes. 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 Okay, Space Rogue. Okay, so how do I describe this? This is... I keep on drawing um, parallels to uh, Faster Than Light, um, which I know you haven't played. But um, the idea is, okay, you start on your spaceship and you travel across the galaxy and you run into different things. So it's... Uh, sort of procedurally generated, more, more random generated, the, the, the things that happen to you. Mm. Um, and you've got crew members and things like that. So as you travel across the galaxy, certain things can happen. You can find resources. You can find people in need that you need to help. You can... Um, it all happens from within like this view of your ship. Uh, or you can find, most frequently, uh, things that want to kill you, like pirates and stuff. And then you right. attack this ship. But as you take damage, rooms on your ship, you've got some different key rooms, like you've got... Uh, 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 life support, you've got weaponry, you've got shields, you've got engines, and I think there's something else. And um, as each of these areas gets shot and takes damage, you need to send a crew member there. So actually click on them and go, go there and fix that. Um, oh, but yeah. that means you might get raided at the same time. So two people come on your ship and you go, oh shit, I only have two crew members. So one needs to fix that while the other guy goes and stops those people and shoots them as they're coming in the door. But if he gets shot and your engine's damaged, you've got no one to fix it. So you've got to kind of prioritize very quickly. Um... So, it, yeah, it randomly generates these events as you go across and it gets harder and harder and harder the further you go. Uh, FTL was very much the same. The idea there was this big battle and you needed to make it to essentially the center of the galaxy to battle this mega thing at the end. I've never finished FTL. I have poured hundreds of hours into it but never finished it. This game is very, very similar in concept. The main difference is the graphics in this, um, they're, they're an isometric kind of view. They're still they're 3D. Whereas FTL was two di- uh, top down two D, yeah, um, and they're very nice graphics, very polished, um, great lighting, audio's great. Uh, it's a it's a good game. So I'd say yeah, if you haven't tried FTL, get both of them. If you've played FTL to to death, um, give this one a go because it's it's kind of like a new a new flavor for it. And there are additional things, especially when it comes into mining. You actually have to 
uh, do mining kind of by hand and select to do certain activities when you're when you're mining asteroids and stuff like that. Um, it's good. It's one of those games that you can get stuck in. Yeah, um, right. Now, that said, I didn't get stuck in it as much as I got stuck in FTL. FTL, I would kind of play it, die, immediately replay it, die, immediately replay it, die, and then 20 hours later, I ran out of food yeah, yeah. Um, and had to go to the fridge. But um, this game, not so much, but I don't think it's because of the game. I think it's because I've already been through that with Faster Than Light. Hmm. So it's more that I've kind of, yeah, it's, it's very familiar, but it's, it's comfortably familiar. Uh, and as I said, for new players... Give it a go. I don't think it costs much on, on Steam either. Uh, I think it's between like the 10 and $15 mark, but I would say it's worth it. Yeah, right. Okay. But uh, I would give it... I'd give it four out of five. Uh, and I think if it, was, if it was the first time I'd played it and FTL wasn't involved, I would have given it five out of five. But it's like seeing a sequel to a movie that you really, really liked and the sequel's really good too. It's not as good as the original, but only because the original came first. Yeah, right. Okay. So, is it an actual sequel to Faster Than Light, or is it just like a uh, no, more of not, a spiritual no, it's successor? It's a spiritual successor. Yeah, right. Okay. Um, you can definitely tell it's been inspired by it. There are so many common elements, but um, it's good. I think I think uh, in my tutorial mission, the, the guy that was like my, my randomly generated captain was like John Picard or something as well. So, okay. Um, what, so what was your, what was your like, uh, totally favorite element of it? I like the battles, but I like the battles in FTL as well. Um, the pirate battles are quite good. Oh, and you get these enormous, I only um, saw one, you get these huge, weird space monster creatures, but I got decimated immediately. Yeah, um, right. So reading from um, reading from the Steam page, just to give you a bit of an idea, uh, every playthrough is different. Entire world is regenerated from scratch every time you start a new game. Four playable ships for various stra- strategies and playstyles. Over 300 random in-game events and missions. Uh, opponents include raiders, robots, uh, space monsters, more. Uh, it's got a perk system. It's got unique races that have specific battle tactics and skills. Uh, you can mine planets for min- minerals and you can explore them. Uh, there's a sandbox mode where you can change stuff. And the soundtrack... Oh, the soundtrack. I didn't mention the soundtrack is quite good too. Yeah, uh, right. Check cool. it out. If you look at the videos, you'll see what I mean by the by the, the graphic style. And if you look at videos for FTL, you will see why I have drawn parallels. Um, yeah, gotcha. But it's great. It feels like playing Star... Okay. It feels like playing StarCraft on a spaceship. But a very small like play play area. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Alright, cool. Okay, well, yeah, that that, that kind of makes me want to play it. It's it, yeah. it. It almost sounds a little bit like um. Oh, um. Doom. No. God. Duke why? Why is it in every <laughs> every conversation ever that I have with you? Anytime I want to remember the name of a damn game, it just falls out of my brain. Guitar Hero. Oh, shut up. Oh, my God. <laughs> the fuck is it called? Starbound. Starbound. You make it sound a little bit no, like No, not really. Not really. Um, nah, not Starbound. Uh, yeah, I, cool. I can... Very much different. But very good. So, yeah, I recommend it. I'd say check it out. If it's on, if it's on a sale, especially, just grab it. Um, mm. Have you had a chance to play your Arkham... Night. I haven't. Download? I haven't yet. I was actually thinking maybe doing it this afternoon. So I might do that. Crack open a fresh bottle of Batman, and I don't yeah. even know what that means. I'm very tired. I think that rounds us up for the week. <laughs> By the way, I have the name of Brendan's game that I was trying to remember before. Yeah. I couldn't remember. It is called Tower of Power. Oh, cool. Um, and. Uh, we put a link on the page the other night as well, which I should have just checked because it was already there. And there is a uh, print and play version. Is so, there? Yes, there is. And uh, I, I was so tired that I actually forgot that entire thing happened. So right. I'm looking through right now our uh, Dyson Pixels page to find the link for the print and play. There you go. Print and play. Og- 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 <clears throat> Pardon me. Agrillion? Yeah. Agrillion. Agrillion Games. Good, good. Um, and, yeah, Tower of Power's on there. Well, that's interesting. There's a couple games here I was unaware of. Boss Fight, the card game. Really? Yes, and oh, Ancoria, cool. 
Ooh. Nice. Uh, go, to that, go to that website, everyone. Check that out. But yeah, um, Tower of Power is there to download, and it looks it looks so much fun. So I'm going to get that. I'm going to print it out on some of those large sheets and might give it a play this afternoon. Yeah, yeah. Um, cool. I'm done. I'm spent. Yeah, no, I think me too. We, um, because we've got some uh, uh, like if you if you stick around, you'll hear some uh, some bonus content. Uh, which was uh, no, had, no, no, okay. it was terrible. <laughs> it was oh. <laughs> there was too much noise. Um, right. I recorded a lot of stuff there, but there was just so much noise going on. Uh, we need to if we do a podcast from them, we need to take these mics because these mics will only pick up what's right in front of them, whereas yeah, the, right. the 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 dictaphone thing picks up everything that's potentially fine because um actually i have an idea about, i have an idea about that from a technical point of view i'll run past you uh, later on but um Good. i think i may have a way to do it um but um look in the meantime i might just sort of put it out there um we are in the process now of setting up a patreon account for dyson pixels um so if uh really yeah so um that should be launched patreon so Okay, you don't know what Patreon is, really? Um, okay, it's basically for creators, creators to get uh, monthly oh, subscription content service. We already have yeah. that, don't we? No, we that's don't. Built, uh, that is built in to Podbean. Yes, I know, but no one really, like not everyone uses Podbean. I've never been to the Podbean website. I use Overcast. Ah, that's a good point. So we'll set up a Patreon. Yeah, okay. So, well, so what, we'll do is, what we'll do is every time uh, we host one of these events, we'll drop in a, um, uh, so a whole bunch of pictures and a description and we'll, you know, promote uh, our exhibitors who came, maybe try and even get a couple of discounts out of them for various services and products that they might have. Yeah, see what we can do. And uh, yeah, look if you uh, if you want to jump on there and um, and help us out, uh, we'll set up a direct link if you like. If you just go to patreon.dysonpixels.com, that the easiest one to do. Yeah, yeah. If you head on there, um, uh, then uh, yeah, that'll take you straight to our page. Uh, and um, uh, yeah, this will help us fund. Any of our future events, um, it means that we may not have to worry about charging entry That's to those it. events. We might be able to get a bigger venue without having to worry about charging for the event. So Correct. if you like it, please do. Uh, it'll also mean that uh, we can spend more time creating more content and uh, do some more uh, playthroughs and all sorts of things. Because uh, yeah, we've been stuck on the playthroughs because we both have jobs. Mm, damn Job work. jobs. I'd rather do this. Damn it! Work. Stupid so, money. So get on. The get on there. Support us and capitalist uh, pig dogs. Yeah. Cool. Well, <laughs> on that note, everybody have a good week and we'll see you next week. See you guys.